Um. Oh shit. Yeah. What was that? Was the Black Eyed Kids? Yeah. All right. Well. I still have all the notes for it and everything. So. Redo it. Re- okay. <laughs> that will. Uh, that. Uh, well, then you get a. Hey, good for you. You get another chance to to get the pairing together, which I'm sure you're excited about. Oh yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's, well, all right. it's been a trying few days. Oh, I bet. Because I, I went dress shopping yesterday. Yeah, how'd that go? It went well until the very end. So oh. I had to cut my apart, unfortunately. But I did find some stuff that I liked. I... My mom has thoughts and opinions. Because <laughs> she thinks that I should do a certain kind of dress. And I'm going to send this to you. Okay. So that you can see. Um, just an FYI, you're cutting out a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's your sensitivity or not, but just just a little bit. Okay. Um, is that better? So far, yeah. Okay. So, might might have just not had it up high enough. Which is always weird, because it's like, it's not like we have a tendency to do a lot of, like, it should just work the same way every time. Like, why would this ever happen? Yeah. Is that better? So far. Okay. Um, hopefully that stays that way. I don't, I don't know. I just keep watching the green okay. bar, like, yeah, pop up and down. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I okay. guess we'll see. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. it is. Hopefully, that's it. But yeah, yeah. I got well, overheated and puked on some dresses. I can only imagine. <laughs> I well, you know, coincidentally, I do actually sort of have a a story that relates to that. Uh, one of oh. my first memories of like going to the dentist and just like seeing the hygienist, not like anything drastic happening or anything. Yeah. Um, they had started this new kind of um, like special sort of swivel brush for cleaning your teeth. And I was a kid. So, they were, yeah. So, and I was a kid and they were like, he'll love bubblegum flavored stuff. And I don't think it was necessarily the flavor. I'm sure I must have had some kind of stomach thing. But uh, yeah. she starts cleaning my first row of teeth. And I'm like, uh-oh. So something about the scent and the flavor reacted yeah. with my brain and my stomach. And I kept trying to tell her, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. And she's like, what? And then I just puked all over her and all over me. It was underneath the chair. It was on all the yep. equipment. And it was like her first day as like a new hygienist. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I think I was her very first patient. Oh, and, and you're like, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the only reason I remember it like that is because we were planning on me still going to school that day. So like we did it yeah. right away in the morning. They're like, you'll you'll miss the kind of first thing. But yeah, he'll be there. And um, so we had to drive home, clean me up, and then I still didn't finish my cleaning. So we had to go back oh. and go back in the chair to a different room because they were still sterilizing everything. Oh, wow. And I mean, I was probably five or six and I still 
remember it. And to this day, I use this special thing that it's like, it's kind of like um, a mint flavored uh, yeah. kind of spray thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, because I still, I've, I've, they've, a, a couple times when I've gotten to the same office, they've used the toothpaste stuff um, because for whatever reason, their spray thing was down. But it's still just a little bit. There's like a twinge of discomfort in my stomach. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, it's. So, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm like, I have puked on. <laughs> in like That is an uncomfortable yeah. feeling. Yeah, it. Um, I walked over to a mirror where it had more natural light. And of course, mm. it was hotter over there. Mm hmm. So I'm walking over there in this dress and I'm like, once I get to the mirror, I was like, I, I'm feeling kind of lightheaded. Like I need. And they're like, oh, like, we'll get you water. Like, just, just sit, relax. And then I was like, I don't feel good. And oh. my, I, my friend, Ashley and my friend, Sarah, who's Sarah's my maid of honor. So she's there with me. And I was like, Sarah, I'm going to puke. And she's like, just lean forward. T try not to get it on the dress. And, and every everyone was like really nice about it. So that well, that's good. helped. And I was nervous for the appointment. So I definitely didn't eat as much as like I should have that morning. So yeah. that did not help me. Right. So I at least know what to do next time. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and it's one of those things where... And to bring my people, own water. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, I can't imagine that it's the first time. Like She said it happens all the time. She's like, I had a bride faint. Oh. Like, this this stuff happens all the time. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That, that makes um, me feel better. And, and they have all the cleaning in-house, so that oh, at least... Okay. Yeah, at least it was like a nice little, like okay, they don't have to like send it anywhere. Right, the right. The dress is in the back room. Um, did did they say anything about like charging you for the cleaning? No. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. Cool. Because I assume just, they would have nice. to like send it somewhere. That is really nice because I like you haven't even bought a dress yet, and they're like that'll be eight hundred dollars, please. And it's like yeah, Jesus Christ. it's like oh my god. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. No, they were, they were like, don't even worry about it. Like, just go home tonight, take care of yourself, rest flat. Yeah. If, when you're ready for it, like, schedule another appointment with us. Finish this appointment, technically. Oh, so, right, right, right. Because the first half was just to try to kind of narrow down more of what I left. So then they could start pulling more stuff that I like. And then, yeah, we only got through the first half of that. <laughs> but oh we, we narrowed down quite a bit. So that, and next I have time to admit, I'll be I do think, Yeah, I do think that is pretty cool. Like, if they have more styles of that, I would be interested in seeing, like, the different kind of options that they have. But, yeah, I like the overlaid sort of decal thing over the white. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. And speaking of shit happening, I did not of the drink stuff for our pairing. I oh. down some corn dogs before you locked on. Before we go too much further, you're cutting out again for no. like three seconds. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Okay, I'm gonna try leaving and then come. Okay.
Just you and me, Craig. You son of a bitch. Look at you with your stale eyes and your constant stare and your ears that never move and your little mic stand that looks like it's made out of tin foil, you little bastard. Sorry, I was degrading, Craig. Tin foil? His little microphone looks like, oh. I don't know, like a tin foil ball. It does. Thing. Okay, so hopefully that works. I don't, I don't know. I never move my stuff. And usually the most I do is just unplugging and plugging it back in. Right. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Oh. Like, why wouldn't it just work again? You know, and know. like, because I've had the same thing where like a couple sessions ago. Yeah, yours was um, doing I was, that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't move it. I, d I don't unplug anything. Like, why? Why would that happen? It doesn't make any Ah, so irritating. Yeah. Okay, so fingers crossed. Yeah. So, yeah, so far, so good. It's been... But to pick up where we were, so you didn't find anything? No. I... I the most I found was the club soda. But, like, I couldn't oh. find cotton candy. I didn't even have a chance to run to the liquor store to get the marshmallow okay. vodka. So I was like, you know what, like... I was always going to just do regular and was like, well, that's not working. So instead, I bought culture pop soda and I went with strawberry and rhubarb. Because oh, that seemed like right, a nice. good, fair yeah. flavor. Oh, God damn flavor. it. Oh, I just built. Oh. Yeah, I apparently our grocery store just does not carry cotton candy. I guess. I, I was I a little... Know. Yeah, I was a little worried about that, too. All of these recipes that I keep finding, I don't know, like, where these people live most of the time, but, the, like, the recipes that I try to follow, and this one in particular, I was like, oh, good. This is a nice, simple one. It's basically three ingredients. You pop it all yeah. in a glass, throw some ice on top, and I hadn't thought about the fact that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen cotton candy in a store before. And so that was one of the reasons why I was late, because I was walking up and down these aisles. I finally did find a bag of cotton candy really? on this, like, end cap thing. Yeah. And I'm like, like, how would anyone even know this was here? Like, who? Yeah, and so I'm like, I don't know who's writing these recipes or where they think you're supposed to find this stuff. Yeah. And same thing with the vodka. I did go to a store that has quite an array. Um, and I don't know if it's just, like, my region or what. I found several varieties of different brands that were uh, whipped or whipped cream vodka, yeah. um, but nothing marshmallow. So I just went with whipped cream and hey. I mean, so far it's fine. And then, and then, yeah, I got club soda. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking Gabriel because I was like, where the hell do I even buy cotton candy at this time of the year? And he's like. It's just in like the novelty section at the grocery store. So I'm like wandering down the aisles and I'm like, I can't fucking find this. Like, <laughs> apparently we just don't have it at our stores, I guess. I don't know. So I just kind of gave up on that. Corn dogs, super easy to find. Yeah. Found some, threw them in the microwave, had a great time. Nice. Yeah, corn dogs are pretty easy. Well, and that yeah. was, I was kind of going down the list of like fair foods and I was doing like, there's like nachos and certain kinds of popcorn. And for whatever reason, I hit corn dogs and I'm like, that just screams like it does fair to me. I'm like, yeah, no, and it's on a stick. Like that's kind yeah. of the modern thing. Everything's on a stick. 
Um, I even, uh, my favorite for, is like the cheesy potatoes on a stick that are like the spiral potatoes. Oh, Love those. I can't, I can't necessarily. Oh yeah. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. I can't necessarily say favorite, but one thing that I really did enjoy, even just for the novelty of it was deep fried, uh, spaghetti. Oh, uh, it's really messy real fast, but, um, it was interesting to say the least because it's literally yeah. just like noodles pasta and then like one big meatball on a stick and then they really quickly bread it and slam it in a deep fryer and oh. for the first few bites it holds together pretty well it's uh it's a bit wanna, more i want to go to the minnesota state fair to just try stuff because i feel like as there's a, all this weird food stuff that's just there as a matter of fact that was the other thing like for the pictures i've got my minnesota state yes. fair yes Put those uh, on Instagram. Year. Put it on the yeah. account. Yeah, I finally figured out how to do that, and I was supposed to do it today, and then I, and then I didn't. Diving so, into yeah. today's topic. Yeah. yeah. I say welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. to Peculiar Fairies. Welcome Got a long weird intro for you. My name is Matt. I am Celine. Welcome. I'm fixing my socket. Fell down and. Oh, okay. And uh, no, no uh, present. Um, audio issues as of right now so we're uh oh, we're, we're good, good to go. thank yeah. god we've got our our fair food and uh fair topic in front of us i guess yes i i did consider talking about fair specific rides mm. but okay. i ended up staying away from that and stuck with amusement park disasters mm. Right. Just because I feel like if I start to tell people what happens with the traveling fair rides, <laughs> they're going to, at some point, they will run out of business because <laughs> they are definitely not safe. No. And I don't think they are regulated nearly as much as amusement parks. No, with the, I was I was just about to say, like, I'm sure it's better than it's been like. 50 years ago or something. Yeah. But yeah, definitely not as good as regular amusement parks. I went to a fair uh, uh, in the summer and managed to squeeze into this tiny ride that I had never gone on even as a kid because it scared the crap out of me just watching it. But for anyone who's familiar, it's this kind of like almost chainsaw looking thing where like you sit... Yeah, I think so, where it's like you sit in this entirely enclosed cage, so you yeah. feel safe because it's like you're locked in. So it goes like, around totally... like this, but then the whole thing tilts like this. Yeah, and all of the... Oh my god, yeah, and all of the things spin around. I have never felt so much genuine terror in my entire life and i generally like rides like growing up you know i had a group of friends where like we had our our friends who liked the water park side of valley fair and our friends who liked like the roller coaster i went with both sides because i'm like i love water parks i love roller coasters Mm -hmm. it's great this is the first time where i'm like i might genuinely never be able to do that ride again it was so horrifying the the weird yeah. sensation of g-forces especially when you get right at the apex of like one of the turns and as it's down, whipping. And you're just like oh yeah oh that was yeah i did yeah. not like it <laughs> and, and i guess what the whole point was like all that separates you from absolute doom is this tiny little peg which i'm sure is solid steel and it's you know they put a little clip in it so it won't spin open 
But like, if any of those little pieces of metal just shear off, it's like you're fucking done. Yeah. Ugh. Which I suppose is part of the appeal. Like, that's the whole point is like, you want to get your heart rate up and feel yeah. a little danger. But, oh, yeah, oh. that was that was horrifying. I haven't done anything like that in a long time. And I don't know if I could handle it now. I could probably <laughs> do a regular roller coaster, but. I won't deny that. Yeah, I'm I'm 38 now. I'm pushing 40. And I was just trying to think. I think the last even kind of any sort of ride I did was actually at a, at a water park at Valley fair where it was like a group, um, water slide thing. Yeah. So it wasn't even, you know, like a carnival ride deal, but I just realized I'm like, that was 15 years ago. I think I'm like, I don't think I've been on a ride in that much time. And I was like, I was almost worried I had, a, I was going to have a heart attack. I'm like, I, cause there again, like you go on a roller coaster or you go on some kind of, high flying swing thing and it's just sort of exhilarating and exciting and this yeah. was a very distinct line between fun and exciting and genuinely horrifying like yeah. I, oh not not if i could talk about that for hours but we can we can move on yeah so <laughs> oh just thinking about it my heart rate's going it's yeah, so we're, I'm sure plenty of people like it, but anyway. We're talking about just regular amusement park disasters today. Okay. And my sources are Wikipedia, Denver Post, UPI.com, LA Times, StarTribune.com, and SpetsAbuist.com, which is just a blog. Okay. Hmm. I don't know if I said that right, but I tried. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like a foreign language originated thing. But, um, to kind of get us into the fair mood, we have treats that are corn dogs, classic fair fair, so to speak. And our drink is a cotton candy inspired cocktail with marshmallow vodka, which we talked about before. I just ended up using whipped whipped, whipped vodka, cream. which I don't know. Yeah. And uh, actual cotton candy, which dissolves really fast. And uh, and entirely into vodka, and then you top it with some uh, some seltzer or some sparkling water, what have you. And it's uh, it's pretty deli delightful, very sugary, which is also very much like a state fair. Like it's yeah, you get those drinks, you pay like twenty dollars, you get the special cup, and it is uh, a lot of sugar. So it's working out oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. I have four locations where we are talking about different rides today. Oh, boy. And we're going to talk about the Glenwood Caverns, Disney mm. Parks, <laughs> Valley Fair, and yes. Six Flags in Kentucky. Perfect. Yes. I was hoping that we would get one from Valley Fair. Yes. Now I'm excited. <laughs> yes. Uh, Valley Fair surprised me. Oh, really? They... Tend to have a pretty good track record. Yeah. But uh, nobody's perfect. That is true. I am going to say that most park accidents refer to serious injuries or deaths that occur at amusement parks. Okay. They are regularly reported to authorities, which is generally required by law that they have to report any sort of incident that happens. Right. I mean, you know, if someone gets horribly maimed on your ride, yeah. it's potentially a crime, one would assume. They have liability and whatnot, so yeah, yeah that makes sense. 
It is all tracked by the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commissions for all their different statistics. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I guess I didn't think that there was necessarily one unified body that was keeping... There is, surprisingly. I was not sure. Um, Go us. Accidents are caused by a few of the following. Negligence (laughs) on part of the guests. Which can be not following rules. Like, if you want your kid to go on a specific ride and they're not tall enough to go on with you. So you decide to stuff their shoes or mm-hmm. put in extra layers of socks. I was going to say, call back to, yeah, call back to last uh, week when we yeah. were talking about, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Which we're going to have to, I'm sorry for everyone who missed the episode. Oh, we lost a- it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, and I'm sorry, to, I already forgot. <laughs> I'm now referencing something that's that's lost to time anyway. I know. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> forget I said that. Not following specific rules or not following instructions, like, um, mm-hmm. fun fact, at Disney for Space Mountain, you can't put your hands up in the ride. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. the tracks are on top of each other. So what separates each tracks is like five feet of space. And you can see photos of park employees standing on one track with their hand touching the bottom of the other. It's you can't do you can't put your hands up and be like, "Woo, I'm enjoying this ride because you could have your hands cut off. Uh, for anyone who's never been, I, I was lucky enough for us to have a, a band trip when I was in high school where we went to Disney World and we, we did go on Space Mountain and it is incredibly dark. You can't it's see. Fun, I think no. that's the other. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But all you see are silhouettes of other things like going really close to you, to your left, to your right and above you. And so I'm like, I felt really scared. <laughs> so I'm like, I they did i don't remember them warning us specifically not to put our hands up but you see just enough to know how close the other parts of the structure are to you yeah and so i felt really unsafe they say keep your hands and arms inside the car at all times okay is what they so they don't say like don't stick your hands up they say keep your Mm -hmm. hands and arms inside the car at all times so you're supposed to like hold on to like the bar in front of you yep yep that makes sense yeah um so deliberately Intending to violate park rules, which is all of the above that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, another cause is from a guest having a known or unknown health issue. So like someone who has a bad heart goes mm. on a roller coaster, has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. That that I did not include any stories like that, but like that that stuff happens. Right. Yeah, that's it's part of the statistics, but it's not anyone's fault. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the last is negligence on part of the park, which is (laughs) from not training the ride operators, negating maintenance and safety instructions, or deliberately not following their own rules. Also known as the juicy stuff. Like, that's that's the real good stuff. Yeah, there, there is quite a few... Just reading some of the other, just the stuff that happens that I was genuinely very shocked by. Oh, okay. 
there was like there was one at Disney where one of the staff members just like stood in the wrong place Ugh. and got like caught <gasps> in a revolving door. <laughs> no, I've heard about that one. Yeah, it was um yeah, it was some kind of sort of ghostly thing or whatever, and it had had this big rotating platform yeah. that was just a huge motor that was just nothing but torque. And it's like it's not gonna notice when a human body is in yeah. the way of this of this like wall that essentially comes to a shearing sort of segment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh not I can't even imagine the last few moments. Yeah. Oh god. So I'm gonna say now this is gonna be kind of a dark this is gonna be a dark episode. <laughs> but, yeah, buckle up. This one's uh, uh oh. we're gonna start strong with uh Glenwood Caverns and the Glenwood theme park, which they they boast it's like the highest elevation theme park in the US. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, um, all right. You go up to Glenwood, go up to like the fairy caves, do a tour, go on some rides. They is I, is that uh, not to interrupt like right away? Is that in uh, Colorado somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to say like Springs. somewhere in the Rockies. Yeah. Gotcha. So one that I I have been on multiple times. I actually got on like the local news on the oh, on this ride. Woo! It's um called like the swing shot. I think is what they call it, and it's hmm. a swing where it takes you out over the canyon and almost upside down. Oh my god. And it just like swings back and forth like that. Mm, it Okay. The first rendition of this ride, which I mean that they've yeah. really worked on their rides cuz the first one it was like you're in this seat with this little seat yeah. belt across and oh you had god. to like chop a rope for it to just yeah. like swing oh. out kind of like back and then like pull you in and that was it. The how old was that? Like, was this in, like, the 1800s? No, this, like, I went on that ride. They, they straight up cut the rope with, like, a knife or something? It was, like, you know one of those ones, like, you do this with, um, different, like, bungee jumping. You, like, chop the rope and it, like, breaks it. So it, like, loosens the knot to, like, let go. Oh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll it, find like, something is, and show that okay. to you. I don't think I've ever seen that. I didn't know that was a modern thing. I yeah. thought you meant it was just like a, so old school. They just had no technology involved. They just literally had a tense rope that they would slice with a knife. No, and then they had like this little hook that they'd like grab you, like hook onto you basically. So it, yeah. it was a safe enough <laughs> mechanism that like no one was injured, but they, okay. yeah. they then changed it so that it had four sides to it and it would kind of like swing out like this. Okay. I went on that one and that one was just a seatbelt across you to hold you oh, in. No, thank you. I don't now think it I'm... is like an actual roller coaster mechanism has like the shoulder straps that comes down oh, and a strap yeah, across. Yeah, like a harness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that is the one that it is with like hydraulics and actually goes up to like 30 gotcha. miles 30 miles an hour or something like that thing so has you're sitting speed in a speed on it it used to be just right. like a regular little swing out and now it's like <laughs> out over almost upside down 
entirely like yeah roller coaster so type ride. Yeah, so you get into like a strapped in thing. Yeah. And is is it like just two people per it thing? Four it's like a people, swing? So it's okay, two okay. on each side. Right. So but it's like a it's like a one singular little pod. Yeah. And then it's on these hydraulic lift arm things. And so you start sitting and then it literally like backs you up so that you're like staring down the canyon. Yeah. So when you swing out, you're ah. facing down into the canyon. So yep. if that no, thing malfunctions, at least you will definitely die. <laughs> at least there's that. Oh, yeah. You'll see your death coming. From you know? quite a ways up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. no. Th- yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Which, that um, sounds horrifying. Uh, so they have like that one. They have a zip line, a roller coaster. And then okay. they have the ride that we are going to be talking about, which is like a Tower of Doom type ride. Tower of oh, Terror. God, where they, yeah, where they like take you to the top and it like drops. Yeah. Oh. So the way theirs works is I think it it's um Real quick before you before you start and you can cut this out uh but is this the one where the dude slips out and he like lands on the fence no oh because there's there's some video of some dude who falls out of a ride like that and oh, it goes very poorly oh <laughs> sorry yeah it is horrifying it's not no for the but it's not that one okay oh um this happened September 24th of 2021, so two years ago. Okay. A six-year-old girl fell oh. out of the ride and fell oh. to her death. Oh, no. Yeah. So it is, the, this ride is called the Haunted Mine Drop, and it's at the Glenwood Caverns. And it's a ride that takes two and a half seconds, and it drops you, so you... All load in and then it drops you and then pulls you back up, I think. Okay. It it's a two and a half second ride. It drops 110 feet. And there is okay. like a counterweight and braking system so that it slows the ride as it gets to the bottom. Right, right. But Yeah, so you're you're in essentially a full on free fall yeah. for like one second. There maybe a second and a half. And yeah. then yeah, those counterweights kick in and you start to kind of slow down. Yeah. And it's usually, yeah, it's usually a relatively gentle sort of descent. Yeah. And then maybe it like bounces back up a little bit or something. And then I think it brings you like back up to the top. Oh, okay. And then maybe so, like goes again even. Um. So I think it starts at the top for this one, instead of like starting at the bottom, bringing you up and dropping you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I initially, when I first heard about this, I was like, there's no way like this six-year-old girl was tall enough to be on this ride. Mm -hmm. Like, what were her parents thinking? That is not the case. She was tall enough to be on this ride. Oh, okay. So that was something that like should not have been a factor. Like she, they basically were paying attention. They were following the protocol. The, so what happened was that the ride operators did not check her seatbelt. Oh, okay. Which and this was according right. to state investigation experts after the fact. She was that sitting in the face of what I literally just yeah. said. <laughs> she was sitting on the two seatbelts instead of being like strapped in. So mm-hmm. it had like a seatbelt oh. and then a metal seatbelt. Yeah. So okay. she was sitting on top of the first one. 
So then the metal one, like, wouldn't hold her in as well. Right, right. So the two ride operators didn't notice that she was sitting on the other seatbelt. And somehow between checking that people had seatbelts on, missed that she had hers on, or they thought she had it on. Mm. Mm -hmm. And there was an alarm system in place that said that there was a problem, that, like, someone was not buckled in. But part of it... Sorry, part of the story is, like, they know that that feature was working, so they they actually got a notice that it wasn't seatbelted. Yeah. Which, and wow. I don't know if it's that, like, that goes off if there's an empty seat mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because, like, I have seen on rides where, like, if there is an empty seat, they, like, buckle it in. Right, yep. So that then that's, that too, like, yeah. not an issue. So, <laughs> basically, they the people who were running the ride were not trained well enough. And instead of, like, checking, like, if something wasn't actually, like, buckled in or anything. They just kind of reset the system and ignored it. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So, once that happened, the ride was closed. And they brought in some outside people to train the staff more thoroughly. Our poor, poor six-year-old died of multiple blunt force trauma from the fall and... They did find her at the bottom of the ride mine shaft. And it the manuals for like the ride stated how like how to use the seatbelts, what was expected, but didn't say what to do if like an error occurs in their system. (laughs) Oh good. So basically they had this error and like weren't trained on it. And And that particular one, like, I feel like it's kind of like if your computer has an error and it says code E245 or something and your computer needs to restart. It's like, okay, whatever. It's not the end of the world. This seems like an important one that you like. If you don't go through and thoroughly train everybody on every kind of error code. okay, maybe. But I feel like there's a few that everyone should have to know. And this is definitely one of them. Yeah, so, like, one of the operators asked the second, because there were two of them, they asked the second person, like, hey, like, why is this, like, alarm going off? And they're like, oh, just, like, restart it. That's just, like, what it does. (laughs) So then they did and sent the ride off, and it wasn't until the ride returned about two minutes later that they even noticed that, like, someone was missing. Oh, my God. And people were saying like to other people because there were a few people they interviewed and were like hey like maybe don't go on this ride like the people inside aren't doing a good job oh and i am gonna say that it's not necessarily the operator's fault because they'd only been hired a few weeks before and in the past operators were required to take a six-page exam on all the rides. And it was not clear if either of these operators had or had not. Okay. So. Well, yeah, like you had said before, it it sounds. Yeah. From from this information, like, yeah, the, the, the management was not giving enough of a crap to make sure they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And. Ugh. 
Although the park does say that they have safety as their first priority. Previous writers were saying that yeah. like that sort of thing has happened to them where like they had to convince the operators to not launch the ride because they weren't like their seatbelt wasn't buckled and they were like, I don't feel oh. safe. Yeah. And people who have wrote to the park or written to the park about it to say, hey, like this actually did happen to me. Like this was something I experienced at your park. They never heard back from them. Oh, and they just ignored it. Yeah, the ride was designed without, like, the shoulder harness, the way a lot of the other, like, Tower of Doom rides have that shoulder mm, harness. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Because they're like, oh, it's going to keep the ride more exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like, like a standard kind of yeah. newer coaster that goes upside down and has a bunch of fast loops and stuff. They have the, the harness that yeah. goes down from overhead. That is, um, I am kind of at the point in my life where if I'm looking at a ride and it does enough like up and down stuff and it doesn't have an over the shoulder, at least kind of like seatbelt, yeah. if not the hard plastic harness that like latches in, I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to pass. And it was also argued that the manuals didn't have instructions on like how to check the alarms and if it actually was like an issue for safety of people riding the ride so yeah i believe her family ended up suing the park and they settled out of court mm -hmm. but it they had talked about it on the news for like months here just because it's like a local news oh, story bet. and it just mm -hmm. is so heartbreaking to be like we were just trying to have like fun with our family and now we're it is dead. Yeah, that's definitely going to... It, it's definitely the kind of thing that's going to not only ruin a reputation of the park... Yeah. But also just... Even for people who enjoyed going there, and even, like, later years, it's just going to be, like, this horrifying yeah. story from the past that's just going to taint everybody's fun going forward. Not to mention the fact that a family lost their six-year-old daughter. It's... Yeah. Uh, and it so easily could have been avoided, too. It could have. And yeah. I can say I've never been on this ride because every time I have been up there, this ride has been like out of order. <laughs> That's not a good sign. So I'm kind of like happy I've never actually been on this particular ride. Yeah, probably a good call. I, I have been on two similar to this uh, each uh, once, uh, maybe twice. There was one in a Six Flags we went to in Chicago, and I think it was probably about the same, like 100 feet or something. Yeah. And it was several stories, and it felt so terrifying, but it brings you all the way to the top, and you can, like, feel all these latches and, like, hydraulic, like, pumps, like, disengaging and, like, releasing air, and then you just drop. And I am not a fan of that. I do not like heights, and I don't nope. know why I did it. My friends talked me into it. And then uh, Valley Fair, which kind of in Minnesota, that kind of seems to take after the Six Flags model. Yeah. Um, a few years later, they came out with a thing called the uh, the Power Tower, Tower of yeah. Terror, I think. And it is not just a single thing. It is a three pronged structure that I think is 300 feet because oh I do know it. It was at least twice as high as the one in Chicago. And they have two that um, 
go bring you to the top and drop you and then the third one launches you up and then you oh, kind God. of bounce slowly back down <clears throat> yeah i did the the tower of terror once and you sit up there for so long and you can see for miles out I in know. like the shock oh. area of in i it is not for me no. not a fan i am oh god we have one here at Elich's, and I think it's only 100 feet, but, like, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not yeah. a fan of heights. I've, I've been on it, and every time my friends are like, oh, let's do it again, I'm like, once was enough. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's like, okay, maybe every, every, like, five years or so, you you might be able to convince me to go. I'm like, okay, it's been a while. All right, let's do it. Um, but yeah, no, when, when that first came out, I mean, the wait was like an hour and yeah, I had those friends who we'd get done and they would immediately get back in line. And I'm like, no, no, thanks. It was actually kind of the, the golden years of me going to Valley Fair because that ride was so popular that all the other rides had like no lines. So I'm like, I'm going to go ride everything else. Yeah. Uh, So our next tragedy is a Disney parks story. This one's Boy, a pretty. They have some stories. This one's a pretty famous one. It was um, okay. 1984 on the Matterhorn. Ooh. So this ride was set to simulate bobsledding, basically, oh, and no. <laughs> this is still considered one of the grisliest deaths that has occurred at a Disney Parks location. Mm-hmm. And that um. 48-year-old Regina, or I saw an article that called her Dolly, so I don't know if Dolly was a nickname. Young. uh, From California, was thrown from the bobsled car onto the track, where she was then hit by an oncoming bobsled. She was at the park with a few friends on vacation, and... She was sitting in the rear part of like the eight passenger Bob said. So, yeah, I think her friends were in the front and she was in the back. And, do you know, like, is it on a track or is it kind of like a real bobsled where it's sort of loosey goosey? I don't know. Right. I'm, I, I'm assuming it's on a track. I can't. I think it's on a track of some sort. It's. It's got to be some kind of track. I was just thinking, like, the closest thing I've ever seen to anything like that is, like, the luge ride, where you're in, like, a a sort of vague kind of tunnel of water, but they can't really put you on a track because you're floating. But I was wondering, like, yeah, if... Because, I mean, it was the 80s. it's on a track. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I'm like, just... even Even if their, like, safety wasn't a concern, I don't know how logistically they would be able to make that work. No, that... Okay, that makes more sense. So it has um, where like two people sit and then two people. Okay, and and they're in tandem, like like you said, like a bobsled. There's one person in front, then a second person, mm-hmm. and then there's like a second section that's two more people. Yeah. So she fell out of the back somehow. They're mm-hmm. not really sure how she fell out of the ride, but they didn't realize she had fallen out. Until right. they got there and they're like, oh, there's, someone was in this cart. Shit. And <laughs> it did appear that her seatbelt may have 
mm. purposely been unbuckled and that it didn't actually malfunction, but they're not 100% oh. sure. But okay. in being hit by the oncoming bobsled, she was then decapitated. Whoa! Yeah. Oh my god. I thought maybe her like legs would get broken. How did her she get decapitated? Her body was crushed, and oh. then her head was separated from her shoulders, like popped off. Oh. Almost. Okay. Oh, so she's like laying on the track. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking she was like somehow upside down, like she was doing a handstand or something. I see. Yeah, she no, got... she like, yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. Thankfully, the oncoming bobsled did did kill her instantaneously, so she did not suffer. Okay, Thankfully. I'll admit I was wondering Thankfully. where you were going with that. So like, so, you know, silver linings. The the one in the back was uh, empty or had already hit a person before, the so they weren't was, super surprised. The sled behind that did hit her was empty, so there was no one in oh. the actual cart. Oh, okay, that is good then. And so I, no one actually, they're not sure if anyone actually did witness the accident itself. Oh, right. Uh, but and her, I suppose they don't have, like, cameras everywhere, so they probably yeah. don't have footage or anything. And her family did sue Disney and Orange County Court for $5 million, which they, I guess they weren't able to actually get into court until about four years after her death. Oh, wow. And there seems like there was a little kind of weirdness around the lawsuit because it was filed by her estranged husband and to oh. adult children and they ended oh. up settling out of outside of court and the family and Disney are both barred from discussing that legal matter further. Oh. Yeah. That is kind of well and I mean I, I it seems like you can't really put an actual like dollar amount on a human no. life but somehow 5 million seems really light. Like for yeah. losing a that that's five million even in even in the eighties like five million dollars that does not seem commensurate with losing your mom. Yeah, losing regardless of how your relationship is with your spouse. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. That's your spouse, the mother of like your children. Yeah, I feel like if I lost my mom in some kind of accident like that. And they came at me with a settlement. If it's not at least hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm taking you to court. Because, like, five million, that just seems... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That seems really light. Yeah. So, now that's Disney. There were only a few accidents at Disney, which I was surprised about. They Mm. seem to be very good about making sure that their rides are running the way they should. Overall, yeah, well, and just co- by coincidence, I listened to, a, I think it's the channel Defunct Land um, on YouTube. They do a lot of these sorts of things, um, but they had an episode where they did, like, the worst Disney accidents, and they were pretty adamant about stating, like, these are some of the worst accidents in, like, ride history, 
But one should keep in mind that Disney's been in operation. It's probably one of the longest running things of all time. Yeah. And they are very good about like any ride that has that has had an accident. It usually has one and they fix it. Yeah. And it's like they they <laughs> admittedly they try to keep it quiet. They try not to let it get out. And it's like, yeah. what corporation isn't going to do that? But they're oh, like, yeah. to their credit. Yeah, to who you know who's not going to try to protect themselves. They're shutting down the ride, they're fixing it. Right. They're Yep. Yeah. And so they're like as horrible as some of these things sound, it's like they do have a pretty good track record of fixing their mistakes. Yeah. The only one that has a arguably better track record is Valley Fair. No shit. Yeah. Hey, all right. Little point of pride there, sweet. Um, as far as I was able to research, there has not been a single death at Valley Fair. Ever? Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, that's impressive. There there have been some some injuries and stuff. I was but... going to say, yeah, growing up, I remember seeing a few reports here and there of something bad happening, but no deaths? Okay. When something does happen, they tend to you know, take care of it. And good to know. They're very diligent about checking the maintenance and stuff with their machines. Yeah, I, I heard enough. that. Yeah, I actually have known a couple people who worked there like when we were in high school mm. and like college age and stuff. And they, the employees would get annoyed because they would have to yeah. go through that shit. And they're like, but yeah, they have a safety track record. Well, that's good. Good to yeah. know. Nice. So our story is from December, I want to say it's the 20th of 2006. <laughs> I'd be like, it's like, with all that being said, here's their main fuck up. Um, so this is, I don't know if you've been on this ride, the wild thing. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my God. That was, oh, I remember when that came out. It's kind um, of, uh, uh, Coca-Cola had this uh, product called Surge for anyone who doesn't necessarily oh. remember yeah red i think you can still get it on amazon they had a resurgence they brought it back yeah but it's colored pretty much just like that and so i think they might have even had like a tie-in for a while or maybe they just sold yeah 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 but yeah i remember when it came out and it was the whole point was it was like this wild green color and oh yeah i remember the wild thing good times yeah so it is a sorry i'm seeing if gabriel is home He's probably sitting in the other room like, yeah. Um, (laughs) Just just in the dark. I'm waiting to see if like the doors behind me just like peer open just like a tiny bit. (laughs) Celine, Celine, can you hear me? Wasn't the dog out there? Can can he like hang out with the dog and just sort of? We don't have the dog here with us. She's at his parents' house. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's she's been living with his parents since. She does not do well alone. Yeah. So, yeah. So the wild thing. Um, is, <laughs> yeah, the wild thing. It is a 200 foot high ride that is 5,460 feet long and travels up to 75, 74 miles an hour. So very yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I remember them advertising it as like one of the, one of the highest best. drops Okay. Some, like highest drops and fastest. I mean, like in the tri-state area or okay, something. Okay, yeah. Which it's Valley Fair. So once you get to Six Flags in Chicago, like 
yeah, you're kind of done. Because, like, just about every ride you see at a Valley Fair is sort of a smaller version of something at Six Flags. Yeah. But, again, like, when the the Wild Thing came out, it was, like, a big deal. And it had, like, this huge heaping hill. And then right as you come over, it kind of actually tilts in a little bit. So you go almost inverted for just a second. And then it swoops down. It's... Yeah, it was it was yeah. a big deal. Another very much like the the Tower of Terror, like when it first came out. I mean, the wait was like over an hour. It yeah. was insane. So in this incident, incident, fourteen mm-hmm. people were taken to the hospital, oh, and crap. four others refused medical attention on the scene. <laughs> what? That is not the next sentence I was expecting you <laughs> to say. Fourteen went to the hospital, and four just said, "Fuck it, I'm yeah. fine." Just walked no, away. because most of the injuries were just strains and sprains and a few mild concussions. Sure, sure. as the coaster was slowing and approached the end of the ride, one of the cars, so like the back car, mm. separated from the train and mm. fell off the track. Oh my god! Oh shit! That sounds serious. One of the riders in the rear car said that the car just started jerking and smoking and then just kind of like fell over. Oh, Oh, no. And the passengers inside were just jerked around and tilted. Yeah, coincidentally, those were the four people who said, nah, we're fine. (laughs) The the ones who were in the car that fell off the track. Yeah. Just like, nah, we're good. And they reported hearing like the scratching and metal on metal sound and smelling that. Okay. (laughs) Not what you want to smell. And after that, the ride stayed closed until they could do an inspection and like check the maintenance and everything. So for sure, the ride malfunction and they're like, okay, well we're done. Awesome. That was okay. Do you um I, I'm sorry, I don't remember if you said this. Do you know if that was near when it opened? What year was this again? So that was 2006. So Okay, no, it should have yeah, that because I, I think it I think it opened when I was in at least late middle school. So that would have still been like 99 or something. Okay, so, so it, it had probably been in operation for opened a while. in 96. It was in June when it had opened. They did have a computer malfunction in which the ride stopped and suspended about 30 passengers near its highest point for 45 minutes. That's what I remember. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's what I remember hearing about. No one was injured, and there have been no other major injuries to passengers from the ride. Oh, good. So, considering that of the 18 people that were injured... It was just a few sprains, strains, and mild concussions. Yeah. That's not, that's, as far as, yeah, like, major, like, theme park rides go, that's pretty tame. Yeah. No deaths. That's still kind of reeling from that. That's impressive. Yeah. They've been in operation quite a while with some pretty intense rides. And and yeah. honestly, some are pretty old. I think they finally decommissioned one of their old wooden roller coasters because they're like, it's just beyond yeah. its time. Yeah. That's Excalibur. Yeah, Excalibur, Excalibur, I think it was called. Yeah, they finally got rid of it. Yeah. 
And this leads us to our, our final accident. Destination. Oh. Our final destination accident mm-hmm. at Six Flags. Yeah. Oh, Six Flags. Oh, my God. <laughs> the amount of accidents at Six Flags. <laughs> and it looks like I may have. Okay, good. I thought I froze for a second and I was worried. Oh, I hate it when that. Uh, just to clarify, you're you're talking about a specific location here, because for anyone yes. who doesn't know, there are multiple Six Flags. I am talking when... about Kentucky Kingdom. Okay. Now, just when you say the number of accidents at Six Flags, because th- this particular incident is at Kentucky, but when you say these statistics, like the number they've had, is it just at this Six Flags? No. Oh, oh the... no. I could not tell you how many accidents Six Flags overall has had, but I can tell you that it is the most accidents and malfunctions out of any other theme park. Oh, God. Across the U.S., the listing that they had on Wikipedia for just different types of accidents. They break it down by location, and each location had at least three to four, if oh not more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Holy shit. So. That's not good. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> was, was trying... We're like pretty, like almost every single one had some sort of death in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> not looking good. Well, and I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, too, of like. That's why I started with they have multiple locations that, you know, that's going to mean exponentially more people. But you also have Disney World. Disney World itself has like multiple theme parks with millions of people going every year. Yeah. You've got Disneyland. They have international parks. And it's not looking good, Six Flags. It's yeah. not a good statistic. I, I was shocked with just the yeah. list at Six, Six Flags that I... Yeah. I had a story in mind that I knew about that I was like, oh, well, like I'll talk about that one and mm. was just trying to figure out which location it was at. And from there was oh. like, I can't even look at this list because I am appalled. You, you went, yeah, you went down a rabbit hole that you weren't even expecting to find. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Thanks, Flakes. What are you doing? Yeah. So we're talking about the Superman Power Tower. Which oh, is formerly God. known as the Hellevator. Oh, yeah. oh good. This one is at Kentucky Kingdom, and the story takes place June 22nd, 2007. Oh, wow. And we were in Minnesota when this happened. I remember oh, okay. that. We were in Minnesota visiting because we had talked about, um, we were talking about Valley Fair and how we wanted to go. Yeah. And uh, so this ride, it takes you up the 177 feet and you free fall for 154 feet, reaching a speed of 54 miles an hour. And then it stops about 20 feet above the ground. And at the time, 13 year old Caitlin and her friend went wanted to ride the Superman power tower. So. Yeah. As 13-year-olds do, they rode it once, had a great time, and were like, yeah, let's let's go again. And the ride jolted and made a sort of, like, whipping noise. 
the second time that they went on. And as the ride started ascending, a cable snapped. Oh, God. So as they're like being ascended up and this started like once they were like 20 feet off the ground. So they really weren't that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the ground. And like you could see that like the cables, something was wrong and they just Mm -hmm. whoever was running the ride just continued with it and was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, God. And you could smell smoke coming out of the ride. Oh, no. Caitlin was saying that she had cables like falling on top of her. Oh my God. And she was able to like remove them from like around her like torso and like from on top of her, which I can't even imagine what would have happened had she not done that. Oh God. Yeah. But she. I would be absolutely losing my freaking mind. So she was not able to remove the cables from like around her legs. Oh. And as the ride came down, the cables tightened and oh. severed oh. her feet oh. above the ankle. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that is a bad time. Oh my god! And the ride was immediately shut down. And I would hope so. At the time when this happened, what Valley Fair did, because they're like, we have a ride Mm -hmm. that is similar in nature. They shut down their ride. They had no indication that there was anything wrong with their ride. But because this one in Kentucky malfunctioned and it was a similar type of ride, they closed theirs. Good call. Good PR move, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is why Valley Fair has... Very little <laughs> accidents is because of stuff like Everybody this. Everybody else take notes. <laughs> this Seriously. is what they're supposed to. Yeah. And Six Flags oh said that they stated and inspect each. They inspect each ride before the beginning of every day. Uh huh. But um, there were a lot of like procedures that they're like, yeah, like this was really poor training that. To, like, prevent slippage and stuff, technicians put cornstarch around, like, the cables and stuff. And it's just, there were things that, like, didn't seem quite right. I mean, to be fair, like, that sounds weird, but I have no idea how these rides work. So maybe... Maybe that's proper practice. I I couldn't even tell. Although it does seem like it would be hard to reach, like, those cables... Yeah. Just, yeah, that it seems like something that would be that's maybe something that they thought sounded good so they would say that just to be like yeah. it makes and it sound like we're doing something but we really didn't care. The ride technicians are supposed to inspect all of the cables and check them like every 6 months. And this okay. had not been done. Sure. And the person operating the ride also failed to hit the emergency stop in like a timely manner because oh, they didn't yeah. stop the ride. Yeah. They, they're they're not paying attention to the fact that cables are literally snapping and like yeah. falling onto the riders. Oh my God. Yeah. I I have to ask, did did they find her feet? 
Yes. Oh, good. And uh, she was rushed to the hospital, and they were able yeah. to reattach her right foot. Oh, you were going to say that. Unfortunately, uh-huh. her left was beyond saving. Okay. So she did lo- end up ultimately losing her left foot, but it was the left instead of both, so... I, yeah, I mean, that, like, like you said, silver lining. Nice, but, like... Yeah, and like I said, I have no idea what would have happened had she not been able to, like, take them off, the cables off of, like, her torso. Right. If, like, yeah. she wasn't able to do that, if it would have just, like, cut her in half. Yeah. If Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the if, if, the, if the, the feet are any indication, the cables wrapped around your torso is probably going to be fatal. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and some people were talking about how, like, they heard all of the screams, but they thought initially that it was just people enjoying the ride. I was going to say that that is the unfortunate thing is, like, that is synonymous with that type of ride. Like, you go up really high and it's terrifying, so you scream. That, like, it's not going to sound much different from someone who's having a not fun time. Yeah, and unfortunately for Caitlin, it was just poor training and poor maintenance practices at Six Flags. Yeah. Oh, God. Come on, Six Flags, do better. Did they sue the shit out of them? I don't know. I hope so. I can't imagine they didn't. That Yeah, that sounds like a multi-million dollar kind of thing. Yeah. I lost my left foot. And then their lawyer says, Your Honor, it could have been both feet. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's like, ah, uh, everything's fine. Yeah, there was a potential I maybe could have never walked again, but like, okay, yeah. Your Honor, she has a bionic have, like my whole life ahead of me. Your Honor, she has a prosthetic foot now on her left side that actually is even better than her original foot. Your Honor, I think it's fair to say that she came out on top of this whole thing. Oh my God, Six Flags uh, is actually the victim here. Go they probably you. tried to do that, honestly. That would not be right. surprising well, for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, and it's really hard to hold the lawyer accountable because it's like they're like, just they're doing, just their, doing their job. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, like, that's, they have to try and give the best defense. And, uh, yeah. God, yeah, still. So. I mean, can you imagine that case landing on your desk and being like, <laughs> you did what to a girl? You did. What am I supposed to? Yeah. yeah what it. Just give us the best defense you can. Yeah. How? There's no upside for that. There's no... What am I supposed to say? When's the last time you did inspections? Uh, uh, you know how we're supposed to do those every six months? Yeah, it's been multiple... Multiple of those. Since. Yeah, it's been, it's been several of those. Oh, you fucking guys. Yeah. You're killing me here. Yeah. It's... <clears throat> yeah. Parks. I... I my heart could not handle doing stuff for like fairs and like just traveling rides because I'm like, there's no way people haven't yeah. died on me. There's no, no way. It's, <clears throat> it's got to be so many. Well, and even just like I went to the state fair, the, the Minnesota State Fair um, at the end of August. And I swear to God, a number of those rides are not just like the same types, but it's literally the same mechanism from yeah. when I was a child 30 years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't look like it has been updated at all. They should yeah. probably get a new one. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, I'm sure there have been an incredible number of accidents. Oh, yeah. There's... To be completely honest, I'm sort of amazed that, like, every time you go to one of those things, you don't have to sign, like, a huge waiver. Yeah, I'm, I am surprised. You would think that they would just have an iron, because, like, there's a certain understood, like, implied level of safety, but you would assume that, at least to the degree that we're assuming they're probably unsafe, you would expect them to have, like, a waiver at each ride, like, you accept all responsibility for going on this yeah. piece of shit, you know that you're probably taking your life into your hands. Well, because you, are you also signed that going life. to, like, Valley Fair when you purchase the ticket, you, like, agree to their Oh, that's true, terms. yeah. Oh, and that's not that the same when, it. like, you purchase, a, like, tickets at the state fair. Although, I, I, like I said, it had been so long that this last time when I bought tickets, it's all digital now. Oh. So I bet you, yeah. They now probably you have it in it, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you have to, yeah, you get a little card thing. That's a good, yeah, they probably put that in there. I am going to laugh if those rides are actually, like, the safest of all the types of rides you could go on. That would be the impressive. Fact that, like, you feel like you're gonna die, but they're like, no, this is literally the safest type of amusement ride you could ever go on. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I'm like, I would like to see the statistics on that. Yeah, that, that would be shocking if they were actually like, we haven't had an accident since 1902. I feel like, like shit, wait, you guys, man. <laughs> you, no you yeah, back when the lever was first invented. Yeah, we've been doing tilt a whirls and never, a, never, nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Fuck you, Six Flags. Okay, I'm seeing if a quick Google search will tell me any that, of this. Do it. While you're doing that, I'm going to pull up our things and say if you have any ideas that you want to send us or uh, treats or stories, you can email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. You can tweet us on the service called X at Peculiar Pair Pod. Oh, you actually you can, get uh, that time. I know, like, I'm trying to find a better way. I still want to get my disdain in there, but I want to find a, a smoother way to do it. I think the, the sigh is getting a little played out. You can find us on Instagram at Peculiar Pairings Pod. And uh, check us out on Patreon, why not? We're, uh, we're up there, you can find some fun things. And let us not forget... That Celine has her own thing up on YouTube yeah. now. Celine, what's it called? It's called 50 Mouse. And it is yeah. under Peculiar Pairings. So you can search the Peculiar Pairings podcast and you will find it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the so first episode there... was exceptionally good. There's. Did you already put up the second one? No, yeah. I will be doing that this okay. week. Hooray! Yes. So go check that out. Um, yeah. All right. What's the statistics? So. Oh, boy. Um, they have to have certain permits to do the rides. So that's good to know. I, I was going to say, yeah, that's... I guess I wouldn't have even thought... Yeah. I suppose that makes um, sense. Oh, okay. So people mistakenly believe that because they have to be taken apart and then put back together, yeah. that this inherently makes them less safe than rides at permanent amusement parts. And experts say that that is not the case. Okay, that's okay. honestly genuinely really, really a huge relief. You're probably not as safe as you would probably like. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but better than you would expect. Yes. I think because they have to know how the ride operates. And probably um, because if they're having to put it apart and take it, put it, 
take it apart and put it back together every single time that they generally know how the ride operates fairly well. So I I could see that. Okay, yeah, yeah. They really, yeah, so because they have to, like, pack it up so perfectly, they have to know every inch of its inner workings and stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's... that is actually Doesn't rather mean comforting. I won't fear for my life going on the zipper. Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, probably, probably never again. Maybe if I lost some weight, and uh, it still, I feel scary. like the G forces are still gonna feel terrible. Yeah. Oh god, I hate that ride. Oh, huh. so fucked up. So well, now we know that they're a little safer than you probably think, but still probably not the safest thing <laughs> you could be doing with your time. And I do like how they worried that. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I do like how they kind of carefully worded that of of like, you know, um, it's not as bad as you expect. Most people assume that it's like 50-50 shot. It's better than that. It's better than that. It's it's better than that. It's not as good as a permanent establishment at a park, but, uh, you know, it's better than a permanent establishment at a park. It's better? Yeah. Shut up. What? Yeah, For real? That's, so that's what it was. The article was saying because oh, I, they have okay. to take it apart and put it back together. It is better than. Oh, that, I'm like sorry. A, oh, like part that because does not travel. Yeah, they're they're almost like they're kind of like half inspecting it every single every single time. time yeah. Travel. Huh. So it's I, being yeah, I missed that part. I you. Like once a week almost, wow. instead of like every six months. Yeah, so they're gonna. <laughs> I well, I have to say, when you said six months, I was shocked. I was shocked. Like just the the cables, they don't check the. Ca- I can understand if you're not checking like the metal structure every. Yeah. Even, well, once a year probably, but like I assume you would do at least a like visual inspection on the cables. Yeah. yeah. It's like a belt in your car. You like it's the thing that you can see. You can at least take a glance at it. Yeah. Even if you're not a, like a mechanical genius, you can tell if a cable is looking yeah. bad. Ugh. Yeah. So. It well, is. now we know. And. Hooray! Yeah. So don't be afraid of those carnival rides. Yeah. At least any more than. Than necessary. Should be. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it looks like it's doing bad, if it's smoking or it smells bad, then. Uh, then maybe don't know. ride it. Yeah, don't ride that one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, well, hopefully I'll, I'll we are able to re-record that kids for everyone. Otherwise, yeah. we will be talking about the Stanley Hotel next time. And I kept asking because I even thought that this one again, but I, I went on I went on the app and I looked and I'm like, don't ask Celine. Yeah, I actually checked. I'm like, don't bother Celine again. You have access. Oh, I would have asked. Things. I, I would have answered. It would have been fine. I would have been like, yeah, know, it's but, this one. But I've, I've asked if it's the Stanley Hotel for like a month straight. <laughs> You're just really is. excited about the Stanley Hotel. Oh, I got to finish The Shining before we talk about that well we can discuss all of that next time yes. um i we had mishaps once again with our drinks but i will yeah. just go ahead right off the bat and say corn dogs in basically any form from any manufacturer i like 10 corn out dogs. of 10 yeah oh my god they're so good i do, do, you, 
Yeah, they're just so perfect. Even if you, like you said, you just pop them in the microwave, they're still yeah. just nice and Mine had delicious. air fryer instructions, which I did not try, oh. but I am going to try now because I definitely yeah. Box. I almost oh, yeah, went with gonna... mini corn dogs, too, because I like the mini corn dogs. But I was like, no, I'm going to go with regular sized corn dogs. I'm going to be an adult they... today. <laughs> I went to a gas station when I was coming back from the okay. store. I'm like, I don't feel I was literally at a grocery store. I also knew that I was kind of uh, uh, stuck with time. And I'm like, I don't have okay. I don't have I, I don't want to put it in the microwave and I don't want to preheat the oven. And anyways, that's fair. Um, I stopped at a gas station. They're still delicious. Yeah. Um, and then our drink, which includes real cotton candy, if you can find it, which we learned is uh, harder than hard, I not, expected. Yeah, not easy. Um, but uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. It. Uh, I think I put in too much alcohol, which, uh, you know, on this channel we don't mind. But in terms of just flavor, it it definitely evoked the sense of of affair. Okay. And I spilled enough of it that I got my hand sticky, so that also was oh, nice. reminiscent of uh, yeah. yeah, being ever had a disgusting park and whatnot. And yeah. mixed with the the aroma of the corn dogs, it's uh, you know it's a solid eight for both of them. How did how did your I, pairing go? I'm gonna say that the um, the culture pop soda that I had, the strawberry and rhubarb, was yeah. It was not bad. I don't know if it's like my favorite soda that I've ever had. It's I, it is a probiotic soda, I should say. So different than a regular oh. like okay soda. So it's it's not it's not a soda that's trying to like compete with the likes of your Mountain no. Dews and your no, Coca Colas. Okay, but it's, it's more akin to like a flavored sparkling water. Perhaps. Yes, I would say right. so. It was good, Fair and enough. I enjoyed the strawberry and rhubarb flavor. So. Excellent. Anyone who wants to try those out, they are plant-based and vegan, so good for everybody. There you go. What does that say? Fizzy? What does that say Fizzy, on the side? Juicy, tangy, tarty, and gutsy. Because hmm. it's <laughs> probiotics, so it's, you know, good for oh. your gut. <laughs> Maybe run that past the marketing team one more time. I, it's too many words. Cut it down to three. It's, it's all think I'm saying. Fizzy, juicy, and gutsy is cute. I like Perfect. that. There. You're all yeah. Send That's that to them. Marketing and, two cents. Yeah, and then have them join our Patreon and send us a bunch <laughs> of money. Like we just saved you, you know, a bunch of marketing shit. You have less to print on your can. It's it's simpler. It's sweeter. You still yeah. get the gutsy in there because you have to have the, the top on it. Does just say like fizzy and gutsy. So that's. I'm just stuck with that. I think, yeah, I think they just, yeah, they don't know exactly what they're, what they're doing. That's okay. You know, they're new. It's they're fine. figuring it out. Okay. Well, yeah. I wonder if we get, I'm going to have to look up and see if I can get them here now. Yeah. They, I just found them like at the grocery store and I've seen them where, you know, they have the section where it's just like the free, like you just grab a can of whatever. Oh. It's like yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. That's okay. where I found them. <laughs> nice. Next to beer, usually. Because it's like, oh, the six pack. And you're like, okay. Oh, you know, since since we're on that real quick, not to make this like ending longer than it needs to be, but you, you mentioned going to a liquor store in Colorado. Do you guys have like integrated liquor sections in your grocery stores? We do, but they are only allowed to sell like wine or beer. So they cannot sell okay. hard liquor. You have to go to gotcha. a liquor store. 
for that. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of a havesies sort of yeah. thing. That, that's kind of what it's like in Minnesota now, but I grew up where they are very strictly separate. Yeah, that's and what I've when been I'm, used to. Yeah, and when I moved to Wisconsin, it's really weird because basically it's pretty rare. They they do exist, but it's pretty rare to find just a standalone liquor store. That's and then any grocery store that you go to, including your national chains, your high V's and your Walmarts and oh. stuff, they have a liquor store just part oh, of their like structure. The okay. Yeah. And so and it's usually got a separate door and it says like you have to be 21 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you just walk right in and I'm like, oh, that's kind of handy. It's kind of. Yeah, that is like all in the same. That is nice. Yeah. And if you're getting like, well, and and especially like when we do these episodes, I usually need like two to three grocery items and then like one bottle of booze. I can just grab those items, walk right into the liquor store and just do one transaction. And it's kind of nice. It is nice. Yeah. Ours is still for the most part, like separate unless it's like wine. But I have like certain liquor stores that I like to go to for certain things. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, nice. it's just what I'm used to, so I don't yeah. mind it. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope you'll join us next week for the spooky Ooh. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Just in time for Halloween. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>